Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Larry Gesco. And last Friday, me, Jabari, and Christina got a chance to interview TJ Wright from The Hate You Give. Let's hear what he has to say. What's up, y'all? Lyric here. I'm Christina. I'm here. Hey, I'm Jabari Courtney, and I'm here with Lyric and TJ Wright. And I'm TJ. And <laughs> I am um, here to answer questions. Alright, TJ, my first question for you is, why do you feel it's important for people your age to see stories like The Hate You Give? Well, I think people my age are really caught up in being cool in school and being like the one with the coolest clothes in the class. But really, I think that they should see like that there's others in the world and social media and playing on your phone. And also, I think that they should see like maybe everything's not just what you see on the news. I heard that you also like to create and direct stories. Can you tell me a little about that? Um, yeah, I like to direct little short films, and I like to write stories and scripts because they um, are really cool to write, and I like seeing stuff come to life. So when I write uh, a script or a book, I really want to like maybe turn that into a movie. Okay. Um, what's your creative process like? Like, what so you? what I do is first go around, just walk around, look around the room, maybe see something that in my room maybe I would want to use in the story, or maybe something that will just like maybe like, oh, my window, maybe someone will jump out of it, <laughs> or, or like like something like that, and then I'll take that and just make a brainstorming chart and write down what I'll put in the story and what I want to avoid from the story. And then I'll go on either my school iPad or I'll just write on pa a piece of paper on a computer. Um, and then I'll write um, stuff like what I just start writing the process. Okay. Do you have a favorite story that you've written so far? Um, I have a story at school. It's called The Substitute, I think. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's called The Substitute. And it's basically like a thousand words that I've already written. Wow. Like a thousand four hundred and thirty words. My articles. Yeah, <laughs> pretty creepy. It's pretty okay. cool too. Okay. So. Can you give us a preview? <laughs> so okay, yeah, I'll give you a little preview. So basically, um, it's the last day of school. So um, the main character Amelia will come in, came into school thinking she'll see her teacher that she's had since um, about first grade, and then what? Then there's a substitute saying that she has um, died in a car accident. So then wow. she's like, oh, my gosh, she cries. And then she just runs away from class, goes into the bathroom for the like the whole day. And then um, the, te the teacher comes in to um, comfort her, um, Amelia. And then she uh, like closes all the faucets, like the little drain, and she turns on the water. So then Amelia pretty much falls asleep inside of the bathroom and it floods up. So then she gets set up to die. And then she was like crazy. And then she had to run out of the school. So then that happened. And then what she noticed before she ran out of school, there was an out of order sign on the door. So yes, that's, and then her mom, um, her mom was supposed to die too because she was supposed to be in a coma, but basically she was just locked inside of a hospital room 
um, and then the um, stepmom and the teacher, the substitute, are working together to try to get rid of the little, uh, of Amelia. And the mom, the dad, and um, the girl are trying to work together to get rid of her. Wow. wow. Yeah. Is, I'm going to be first in mind to exactly. see that. Yeah. Like, wow. Uh, do you think this movie will unite others to make a change? And if so, what does that change look like? Um, I think um, the movie will be able to tell people just to be more open-minded. And I know I say be open-minded a lot, but at the end of the day, it's really true because a lot of people in this world just are caught up on what they see on social media. And sometimes they won't even be there to witness it. So they're just like, oh, this guy killed somebody else, but maybe there's somewhere there's something else to the story. How do you think you, the viewers of the movie are going to be impacted besides from social media? Like, like when they see it, how will they personally feel? Like, you think they're going to be sad, happy? I think they'll um, want to know more about what actually happened because if they see it on social media, of course, they still won't be able to know what happened. So I, I, don't, I think it, this will teach people not to jump to conclusions and not to uh, like think something happened, or maybe that's not even the full so story. About the book and the movie, like how are they similar and how are they different? Well, I think some of the characters might have been taken out of the movie just so it won't make the movie too harsh and too emotional. So th th I think that happened, but this movie is still very emotional. I think that <laughs> might just be me because I'm in it, but <laughs> um, it's um, they took out some of that just so they can lighten the mood a little bit. And then um, I think they did a really good job keep keeping um, all the characters the same personality. I think they just changed Seven's hair because he, <laughs> he had dreads inside of the book. So then, who's your favorite character? Um, oh gosh. <laughs> um, I would have to say Sakani. Yeah, Sakani. <laughs> <laughs> well, not well, not so much as I'm playing Sakani, but more in the book, he's really like funny, and it's just like comic relief to the book and to the movie both. So, um, I think um, Sakani really helps a lot with the book and. So not like giving you a break from like, Ooh, <laughs> and then so like maybe smiling a little bit yeah. before you get back into the thunderstorm, <laughs> the eye of the hurricane, <laughs> the calm. <Yeah. laughs> uh, I don't think we've talked too much about you as a person. So like, any anything? Well, okay. So I most people think I have a really small name, but if I tell you my full name, you'll be surprised. My full name is Theodore Michael Wright Jr. But everybody pretty much calls me TJ or Teach. So I it's, it's kind of weird. I have a nickname for a nickname. For a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, I, um, I like to draw. I like to paint. Today I just gave away a painting because um, we couldn't fit it on the plane. <laughs> I like to learn how to do new things. And I like I, I, I've started to, like, um, I've started to like skating, and I really want to start learning you know, this how to sew. A big question oh, here at Vox earlier today, but how exact? How old are you exactly? Um, I am ten, and so I am turning eleven in December. Okay. okay. So yeah. <laughs> All right.
Do you listen to music? I listen to music on a daily basis. Um, I, I don't. I I w- I think um I like a lot of songs. I I I have two songs that I've listened to a lot, um, which is "Girls Like You" by um yeah Maroon Five, and then um a song by uh it's called "The Light Is Coming" by Ariana Grande. Yeah, those two songs. Yeah, so that's basically my two favorite songs right now. All right, um. What do what can we expect next from you? Like you're doing um, so many things. <laughs> you can probably expect a lot of skateboarding from me because <laughs> I am going. I'm starting to learn how to skateboard, so yeah, you can see a lot of that from me. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's about it. Right. <laughs> Thanks okay. for coming and talking to us. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for hanging out with Box today, man. No problem. <laughs> it was a pleasure. Thank you, TJ Wright. The Hit You Give comes out October 5th. And thanks, everybody, for listening. For more content, head over to voxatl.com.